Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going today, Chuck? It's living the dream. Yeah? Giving all my personal information to the Fed Haters Club, so if you want, you probably don't want it. No. But if you do, you could sign up. You can get Charlie's, we know his name, you're getting his address, his phone number is already out there. Almost. We're just short of getting your bank account and your social security number. Yeah. And we will finally be able to become you. And now you don't you don't have as much information to get. Mm-hmm. There you you've go. already got. And then you'll have all the information. Yeah. This is called social hacking, and I'm freely... It's not really a hack, then. ...given the information. You know? Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. Well, uh, the main topic on everyone's mind today is... The economy. And that's what we're going to be talking about. No, that's not what everyone's talking about today. There was a shooting, of course, in Maine, which last, we... Was it last night? Last night, yeah. yeah. We have not confirmed yet that Maine is a real place, but we are hearing that it's a real place. Anyway, there was a, a shooting, shooting. In Lewiston, right? In Lewiston, I think at a bowling alley and a bar. And maybe one other place, I'm not sure. And allegedly this person... Uh, obviously, a, probably a MAGA Republican. Well, yeah. We can assume that mm-hmm. with probably clear... So we don't even have to check whether mm-hmm. or not... Obviously, this guy follows Donald Trump Jr. Well, yeah. We know that he's a MAGA-loving... And we just talked yesterday about how political violence on the right is rising. Probably we can assume this guy's motivations. Still at large. Yeah, that's the crazy part. He killed 18 people and 13 other are injured. I've seen reports of 20. Yeah, so that's part of the misreporting, whatever you want to say, misinformation, incorrect information that was out there. It was 20, and then I saw 22. And then at the press conference earlier, they confirmed 18. At one point in time, I saw that there were 50 to 60 other people that were injured in the shooting. And in the press conference earlier today, they confirmed that there were 13 people that were also injured. Not that that makes it any less tragic. That's Definitely still really bad, but you got to be careful with those numbers that you see flowing around out there. The guy is still at large right now. They're looking for him. That is scary. You don't know what he's going to do. There are different reports about this dude. We hear that he's in the National Guard. He was in the National Guard. We hear that he was a gun instructor or a certified firearms instructor or something like that. Saw he might be a CIA recruit. Well, probably. I mean, he's a mass shooter, so yeah. So he was a plant. He might be a CIA (laughs) plant. Some kind of a plant. Um, He used a rifle uh, similar to what we might call an AR-15 in the shooting. Scariest rifle imaginable. The scariest rifle imaginable. That's all you had to say. And then we need to... uh, let Let me just show you what I saw on Twitter. So let's see. Previously... Previously had threatened a gun attack at a U.S. Army base. So that's one thing. He had also been committed to a mental institution for a period of two weeks. He's not allowed to own firearms currently. We don't know that for sure yet. I thought that he was on the FBI's list. I had read that he was on the FBI's list. So that's another thing that they wouldn't confirm. I I want to address this part. I saw all over Twitter that he was on the FBI's list. He wasn't allowed to own a firearm. Then people saying that he had taken it from the armory at the National Guard base or whatever. And then how can they allow this guy to still have access to the armory? I have not seen anything confirming how he obtained this weapon or whether or not he was allowed to own a weapon 
And that's after scrolling through every different news site that I could find that was talking about this. They haven't addressed it. And then in the press conference, most of the questions were about how the guy got his weapon. And they said that they were still looking for him and were nowhere near close to confirming how he got the weapon that he has or anything that right now this is about a manhunt and they have no information to give anyone about the weapon that was used or how it was obtained or anything like that. Mm. You know, we'll all, I guess, be cautious on that part with the whole mental institution thing and threatening to shoot up a army base. You could say that there is, it's not a red flag law in Maine. They call it like a yellow flag law. It is possible to remove someone's guns from them. It is a change the colors of the flag. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. And so you throw the flag and then it goes under review and apparently it's a, it's a lengthier, more difficult process than a regular red flag. And mm. so, Charlie, let me just, well, I'll just throw you this question right quick. Threatened to shoot up an army base, been to a mental institution, probably on all kinds of meds. Let's assume he walked into a gun show and picked up this AR-15. Did he go through the loophole entrance? Yeah, he, went, he walked through the loophole entrance, mm. which they're putting right up front nowadays, yeah. you know. They're just... And they're not even hiding right, it anymore. No, no, right there in, in plain sight. Should the government have found a way to take weapons away from this guy? Hmm. I, I don't know the answer to that question. That's just a, with your political philosophy, what would you say? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think with a threat, you can. Yeah? Yeah. Credible threat? Yeah. If, if it was a credible threat to attack other people, then I think that... You don't have to wait for the attack to happen. You can say, hey, I don't, because I don't think that that's freedom of speech. To make a credible threat that yeah. you're going to do something? Right. I got you. Like, I can't say that, you know, hey, dude, tomorrow I'm going to punch you in the face with brass knuckles, and then I go buy brass knuckles today. Mm-hmm. Like, what's, what's the logical thing that might happen with that threat? I, yeah. went, I went and bought the brass knuckles. I got you. I got you. I think that the, uh, I think a credible threat, when you have access to the weapons, you make a credible threat, you're a highly trained individual, I guess, as we can assume. Sure, you can make the case that for a period of time, you could have the guns taken away. Now, that wouldn't even for sure stop this from happening. We don't even, we don't know for sure how he got the gun. He could have bought it illegally. He could have bought it from the back of someone's semi-truck. I was offered an AR-15 for 150 bucks from a semi-driver one Mm. time. Is that what they're calling it these days? I I have regretted the decision to not jump on that purchase every day of my life. Jump on it? I bet. Yeah. Anyway, about the the guns. Just opened your mouth. Yeah, I wish I would have jumped right in the back of that guy's truck. (laughs) You know? But no, there's other ways to obtain weapons, even if it was, even if we did decide that it would be illegal for him to to get the weapons. I'm going to go through a few Twitter posts that I saw, and given all the information that I just said we have... We don't know how he got the gun because he hasn't even been caught yet. As far as I can tell, if, if I've totally missed that report somewhere, then that's one thing. I saw plenty of people on Twitter who were saying that he, it was an illegal weapon that he wasn't allowed to have, but I have not seen that confirmed anywhere. It's like a game of telephone on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, it just gets, and it gets amplified and changed and amplified and changed. Uh, Republicans in Maine, this is from Gavin Newsom, who's definitely not running for president. Same thing that someone else in the group just said. I won't give any names. According to the government, I've not actually bought any guns. Same thing. I got th- three guns in the lake behind my house that I also didn't buy. 
you know. So what do you so what are you gonna do? I don't buy lakes either. <clears throat> no. Gavin Newsom says Republicans in Maine rejected a bill this year that would have required the waiting period for firearm purchases. Do we know that that was relevant in this current case? Do we know that he would have, that he went and got it and there wasn't a waiting period and that's why he has this gun? No, we don't know. He could have taken it from the armory at the base. Like I've seen some people say he could have bought it from the back of some dude's semi truck. Like what I've been offered in the past, he could have gotten it from a friend. Could have gotten it from a family member, or he could have bought it at a store, and the waiting period might not have meant anything. Anyway, he could have he could have had it for ten years. Yeah, like yeah. we don't know. Yeah, could have been a gift from someone that he's had at his house this entire time. So we're already starting. Could like, have three D printed it. We exactly. It could be a ghost <laughs> gun. We're already starting with this, but I know that this thing could have been prevented because what I want to do would have stopped these people from dying, and like that's the thing that people are going to go with. Well, not all heroes mm. wear capes. <laughs> he says, yeah. oh, I'm noticing this is kind of cut off some on the video. I just made and this not new. All, and not all heroes wear masks mm-hmm. like Gavin Newsom. Yeah, it's true. They seriously could not fathom waiting 72 hours to buy a gun. Do we and by the that? way, that was this year. Yeah. How do we know he purchased it this year? We don't. We just literally don't. He's just out there being a demagogue right now telling people that he would have saved all these people. Maine also does not. Ban assault weapons require per, you know, there's a lot of shootings up in Illinois and they got basically an assault weapons ban through there. Does that mean there's not going to be any more killings there? Because when they you talk about permits to carry, when you talk about killings in Illinois, you'll say, well, people just bring them ac- across the border from other states. Okay. Maine doesn't ban assault weapons. Or maybe he got across state lines. Who knows? We don't know. Require permits to carry a gun in public because that would have. St- just like any of the other shootings we've seen. That, that's what these guys are most afraid of, is mm-hmm. getting caught walking from their car to the entrance of the building. Everyone would have been alarmed. They would have known, like, there's a guy coming in like this with an AR-15. With a permit badge and hanging on his, when off you, his shoulder. When you live in an area that does not allow people to carry guns in public, alarm bells go off when you see a guy walking in like this. But when you live in this free, like this open carry area, you're like, oh, a guy must want to get the bowling lane lane down there. Get yeah. some strikes going. He's carrying know? his gun a little weird, yeah. but <laughs> require background checks on all gun sales. Would that have mattered in this case? We don't know because he could have had this weapon for quite a long time. He could have stolen the weapon. We don't we still don't know. Our hearts are heavy. We need immediate action. We cannot sit around and wait for Congress. We need to amend the Constitution to help prevent tragedies like this. Now, this is the most annoying part because he's acting like it would be easier to add a new amendment to the Constitution, the, the 28th Amendment to the Constitution. Or that that amendment would actually prevent tragedies like this. Yeah. One, that it would work. And two, that you would even be able to do that easier than you would be able to get Congress to pass through whatever the leg- legislation is. From what I can tell from the amount of laws versus the amount of amendments we have to the Constitution, it's way easier to pass laws than it is to, to put new amendments in the Constitution. Yeah. You know, you need a lot of states to get on board with mm-hmm. that. It's not going to happen. The live group says every state is a concealed carry state if you're sneaky enough. I'll change that, actually. Every state is a concealed carry state if you conceal carry properly. Yeah, all you got to do is conceal it. <laughs> yeah. If you can see it, it's not concealed. So mm-hmm. you conceal it and you're fine. All you have to do is conceal carry properly. And yeah, no one, no one will ever know. Call to activism. As you process the devastating news that another tragic shooting took the lives of at least 22 innocent people in Maine, the number was incorrect, 
Remember, the shooter didn't act alone. He was assisted by 222 House members, 49 senators, and the NRA. Mm. Yep. We don't even know how he got the gun yet. We don't even know if the laws would have mattered. But we can put out posts like this that at this point we have like three, has like three million views on X at the moment. Brian, crap, man, how am I, how is the thing so far off mm. on the slide? My bad. I thought I tested that yesterday, but I guess not. Mm. I don't know what happened. Test failed. Test failed for sure. This you can't one is, see the whole thing. This one you have bigger than what your outline is. Well, I, the, the outline is bigger than normal because the box on this new layout is, is bigger than normal. Hmm. But it's apparently cutting things off, and I don't know why. It's kind of my bad. Are you going to take responsibility for it? Brian Krasenstein says one man with a gun, 22 dead and 60 plus injured. Said 22 plus dead. 60 plus injured. It's 18 dead and 13 injured, according to the state of Maine. The Lewiston, Maine mass shooting this evening is not the first and it won't be the last because sensible gun legislation is a topic that is taboo in politics. As the body bags pile up, can we at least try and figure out a way to slow these people down? Don't, he says, I don't eat thoughts and prayers. I think he meant I don't want thoughts and prayers. He probably doesn't eat them either. Technically, he's correct both yeah. ways. He wants discussion and action. But we don't even know how he got the gun. We don't know what law could have prevented it. And we know that laws don't prevent these Crim things. Criminals from <laughs> being criminals. Criminals from doing criminal things. Yeah. yeah. By definition, a it's criminal a is someone who breaks laws mm -hmm. so this once again kind of the same thing that you're just seeing everywhere tougher gun laws for individuals with a history of mental illness maine does have a yellow flag law they technically did have the ability to take this guy's guns away assuming that they knew he had the gun apparently it wasn't done or it was done and he still found a way to get one because it's the morning after the shooting and we don't know yet stronger background checks across the board tighten up the ease of access to high powered weapons i agree from Mario on, <laughs> on X. And then we got Jank. Jank Yogurt says, politicians <laughs> can't even get universal background checks passed when it polls at 97%. Don't listen to any politicians telling you that they care about mass shooting, about a mass shooting like Maine. They never lift a finger to help. Mm. Have any of them stopped the endless, ma endless massacres? They're not even trying. But vote for him. He'll set it straight. And this, I, I don't want to take away from, obviously, it's sad that people get shot, yeah. killed, yeah. and injured. I'm against that. Just make that clear. You are? I feel like we have to do that every time. That's a strong stance. I know. <laughs> In fact, I'm against death. Yeah. Okay. Like, as, okay. as a thing. As a rule. You know? In general, you're against it. Yeah, I don't like it. Mm. I don't like when anybody dies of anything, let alone, you know, having your life taken by another individual is absolutely terrible. But the this ego-driven, what bothers me the most is like this ego-driven, I have all the answers. If we just did this, these lives, I could have, we would be the heroes. It's demagoguery. And we could stop this terrible thing from happening. But the problem is, is that actually isn't true. No. It's not true. Because you look at states like Illinois or California that have the strictest New York, the strictest gun laws imaginable, and it still does not prevent things like this from happening. And then the side note is you can't let what 
one bad guy does uh, affect the rights of the other 340 million people in the country. You we, can't, even if 340 million people did something bad, you can't affect the rights of the one person who's not doing something bad. I, uh, I pulled up, oh, let's see, this is about their yellow flag law. I pulled up a picture about how fast we forget. Oh, how fast we forget why we need a high-powered rifle with with a 30-round magazine oh, or whatever. Oh, now you sound like Trump Jr. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a picture. You're going like, to be at fault for someone listening to this show. I don't know if this is, this is two pictures put together. You can tell from the coloring and all that stuff. So I don't know if this is a picture of from a different angle of the exact same people. There's a, This looks like World War II in color. Yeah. There's about 20... It's about 20 Hamas fighters coming in right there. Just happened in Israel. We talked about how people weren't able to defend themselves. And I know that, like, it's not like if you took away this guy's guns, that all of a sudden terrorists are going to parachute into the U.S. and we're going to be sitting ducks or anything. But what would it be like 100 years later after that? That's a pretty big mm-hmm. problem. And you, you don't know that that wouldn't be able to happen. And even if this didn't happen in Israel, the fact is, we still have these rights. The question is whether or not the government's going to protect those rights. That's it. And even if they decided they were going to take away guns from people or have harsher gun laws, 450, 500 million guns out there in the U.S. that people know about. Doesn't count all the uh, ghost guns. Doesn't count all the guns that whatever come across the border or wherever else that people don't know about. There's no possible way that they could do anything about it. At, at this point, we have to talk about what the actual problem is. And per use, the, in my opinion, the problem always seems to be centered around mental health. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy clearly spent a couple well, weeks. Think, I mean, just think about it. If you're going to, if you're going to go murder a bunch of people, yeah, clearly you, you have, have mental health issues. You have problems. Yeah. For sure. The majority, most, almost everyone will, would don't, they yeah. don't do that. They would not do it. Their entire lives. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at gun owners, they're mostly peaceful. Most of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 99.9% of them, I yeah, would say. Probably more than that. So uh, I don't know exactly what this guy's mental problems were. I've heard that he heard voices, that he was schizophrenic and all this stuff. I We won't know anything about that for like a week, really, <coughs> what was actually going on uh, with this guy. So should he technically have had guns? I mean, on a case-by-case basis, you could say, well, this is a guy who probably shouldn't have had guns, given that he had threatened to shoot up a military base. But also probably shouldn't have knives. Yeah, probably shouldn't have anything. Like scissors, mm-hmm. you know, probably should have some padded walls. You don't, you, know? always, you don't always get someone who's schizophrenic and hearing voices and stuff. A lot of times it's someone who's depressed or was a loner or whatever it was. And um, I, we don't have to talk about this a whole lot, but... I long for the day where SSRIs, psychotropic drugs in general, are viewed like we view opioids. And I think the people who make them and the people who sell them and the doctors who overprescribe them should be viewed just like we view the people who did the painkillers. I, I think that they're just as bad, honestly. It's so easy to get these drugs. Mm. So easy. And... It's so weird that to take a drug that is supposed to be helping a chemical imbalance that you have in your head. They didn't like they didn't test the chemicals in your head to make sure you had a chemical imbalance or anything, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like so, how they giving you a drug yeah. for a for a chemical imbalance in your head? Maybe you got problems that need to get fixed. 
you know, but instead we just take these pills and we're like, oh, that'll make me ignore all the other problems in my life that are going on. I'll never, I don't need to fix any of these things. I'm just going to take this yeah. and everything's going to be fine. So listen, without like, getting to the root cause of why you're having those feelings or thoughts to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times it can send you over the edge. You know, I've been on this stuff before I've been on, you know, name the medication. I've probably been on it before and they'll take away your ability to, um, I don't know that I would just say any of your impulse control, you can lose a lot of impulse control. It can make you way more depressed. You know, it can make you feel crazy when you take these, if it's the wrong one or if you're switching to a different one. And I think we're just a little bit too relaxed about this stuff. As a, as a society, I'm not saying the government needs to come in and stop this. I'm saying as a society, we, I think we've let this stuff go way too far. Mm -hmm. So and like the live group says pills for everything. That's, mm -hmm. you know, it's almost like we have this fix it all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, mm -hmm. not one pill though. It's multiple, a lot of different pills, but it's like you go and you're like, Oh, I'm feeling this. And rather than being, rather than trying to figure out why that's happening, it's, we forgot we we've in almost everything. We forget the why, mm -hmm. you know, why is healthcare too expensive? Why are people killing people? Why is all this happening? Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. And the answer is, why do I feel like, why do I feel like a girl? <laughs> well, here's some pills and we're going to chop your penis off. Yeah. You don't want to actually talk about the root cause what? of the problem, you know? Yeah. There's an like, illness happening. It, it, it's just like, it's the whole drive through mentality. I think, you know, what do you mean? Well, we just, we want the solution now oh, yeah. without trying to actually figure out the why. Yeah. Well, at least the drive through actually fixes the problem at hand, which is your hunger, mm -hmm. you know, and you need food quickly. You need food. Well, food kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that's something you put in your mouth. that makes you feel not hungry anymore. So before, we don't know if that's food though, before we go into this thing, I don't know what happened. I mean, I know I checked this and I, I, I think I know what happened with the screen sizing that's problem okay. that happened. Yeah. It's not okay. Your anxiety it's okay. is it's bothering me so bad. I know you can't see but, the whole screen, but you're going to be okay. I know we're going to make it through this show and life will we'll go on and still be beautiful. Yeah. And you're going to be fine. I'm just, I'm sad. I think yeah. I should take some pills. <laughs> is there a pill for my presentation not lining up as I thought it would? My, I've told this story before, but, but real quick, I went into a walk-in clinic because I was like my, my back hurt and I was hoping for a referral to go see someone about what was going on with my back. Turns out I had a herniated disc. This person said I was just having spasms and they would go away. Well, she was a, a PA and uh, at the same time, it was she, a she. she was like, yeah, <laughs> a woman. And at the same time, she was like, anything else going on? I was like, oh, I'm kind of, you know, sad right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm nervous because I'm about to fly all over the world. And I don't like flying. And I, I didn't spend two or three minutes talking to her. She gave me Zoloft and Xanax right then. A PA at a walk-in clinic in Antioch, Tennessee, after less than a five-minute interaction. And here's some bars. Yeah. That's dumb. Mm. It shouldn't like, they shouldn't do that. And I'm not saying that it should be illegal or whatever, but why are doctors doing this <laughs> so quickly? My God. Yeah. Okay. The group is saying they need to visit more walking. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. 
Now you know the loophole's out. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's a loophole. There's your we loophole. Walk in clinic. Yeah. A PA to walk in clinic. What you're saying is we need sensible common sense pill control. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We've all been there before. I know I'm there all the time where I'm trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden my brain just keeps racing. My thoughts just keep racing. And that, it turns out like two hours later, I'm just sitting there thinking about stuff that I shouldn't even be worried about. Maybe it's time to work out and you, you're excited, but then all those negative thoughts creep in. You know, you know what you should do. You know what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Now, I've done therapy before in the past. It was very instrumental in my life and who I am today. Charlie has used BetterHelp also in the past. He loved it. Very easy, very simple, and very helpful as well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash G-M-L. All right, um, we have a new speaker of the house, unless you got something else you want to say about mm. the shooting. It's the day, it's the morning after this just happened last night. So we'll we'll get more confirmed information. I don't want to, all we're going with right now is what's been confirmed uh, at the press conference, which is the amount of people that were killed, the fact that uh, the guy has not been caught yet. I even saw on Twitter last night a video of a man getting arrested by several police officers that had thousands of retweets that said it was a video of this guy being arrested. And it was just a video of a guy being arrested that someone posted out there and said that it was the shooter from Maine. And thousands of people retweeted this out there of the guy getting, there were people debating People's lives were ruined in the comments section last <laughs> night. They were saying such hateful stuff back and forth. Yeah. You know, just give it, give it a second. All this right? needs to probably go through the a ministry of truth. It does. Before it gets posted to, to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the problem was the, we didn't have our verified blue check system that we used to have. And so mm. that person was able to put out fake news. Yeah. You know, we got a new speaker of the house, some guy named Mike Johnson. <laughs> That's all we know yeah. so far. About this guy. The most generic name. Mike Johnson, who is a MAGA Johnson, as some people are calling him. He did vote to uh, overturn the 2020 election, apparently. If I just go by what I read on the Washington Post, he uh, hates gays. He (laughs) wants to overturn democracy. uh, Believes every baby should get an AR-15. And uh, what else? thinks that women should be chained down to a bed and forced to give birth with a feeding tube put into them and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, the only video I saw of him talking about like gay marriage or whatever was from like 2003. And at that time, Obama and Clinton and Biden and everybody, was everyone against was against it, it yeah. at that time. <laughs> and I saw a video from 2003. So the only thing I can say uh, about this guy is that he has a 72% lifetime um, constitutional scorecard. And uh, that's not that great. It is better than McCarthy. So that's that's one thing. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I feel like this guy doesn't exist. I don't know. It's <laughs> like who is he? Anyone's like, oh yeah, finally my favorite, Mike Johnson, made it out there. Yeah. They Mike. can't. They try all these people 
They get 25 votes against Jim Jordan. Scalise doesn't actually go to a full vote. McCarthy, you know, eight votes, and he's out of there. And this dude flies right through. He's got to be a pl- he's got to be a deep state plant of some kind. He's he walked in there to the room and he said, "Listen, I mean, look at his picture. Even yeah, this is the this is like the most generic white guy. It's an AI generated picture you could find of this guy. And his name is Mike Johnson. For sure." They- they just created this profile. His glasses aren't real. And you see that what looks like sideburns. Those are actually earpieces sticking out of his ears. Mm. The CIA tell them what to do. Yeah. No, I don't I don't know anything about him. Um, I mean, I've heard the name Mike Johnson before. Yeah, but it wasn't this guy. But not. Uh-uh. I didn't know that he was a representative from Louisiana. He might as well be called Magic Johnson for all I know. How the <laughs> hell did he make it in there? How did he get everyone to vote for him? I don't know. You know? Geez, 72% uh, score lifetime uh, on the uh, constitutional scorecard. For reference, Kevin McCarthy is at 60%. Let's call him Mike McCarthy. That's a different <laughs> different guy. Uh, 60% for his scorecard. And just as a, this is the Freedom Index. This website actually seems to be pretty good. Um, then we have Thomas Massey, if you want a reference guide. Thomas Massey has a 98% score from these from the uh, freedom index of and the doing what he's actually card. supposed to yeah. do which so, is uphold and defend the constitution so this guy's at 72 that is better than kevin mccarthy that's the only thing i can use to judge these guys is their voting record and i will trust a scorecard that has thomas massey at 98 percent, has Rand paul at 95 percent, and then has mccarthy down at 60 this guy's at 72 did we do did we did we upgrade from having Kevin McCarthy, possibly. He did say his first order as Speaker of the House was going to be voting on giving aid to Israel. So mm. that's a thing that we're doing these days. Okay. Uh, the other thing that we're going to talk about before we get out of here. Not that. We already talked about the paragliders. DeSantis. Seen this little debate creeping out there. We talked a little bit about free speech yesterday. We did. In Florida. There's something in the show notes, Charlie. There's an article Mm -hmm. associated with this, if you want to go through that. It's from the National Review. Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis de Sanctimonious Mm. is cracking down on pro-Hamas student groups. On Tuesday, DeSantis's administration directed Florida universities to deactivate student chapters that express support of Hamas's terror attacks. Mm. National Students for Justice in Palestine chapters nationwide have authored pro-Hamas letters following the terrorist group's brutal surprise attack on Israel, which killed 1,400 Israelis, including 31 Americans. Resources published by the National SJP and Ray Rodriguez, Chancellor of the State University System of Florida, participate in what Florida law designates as a felony to knowingly provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. Mm. Quote, these chapters exist under the headship of the National Students for Justice in Palestine, who distributed a toolkit identifying themselves as part of the Operation Alasqua Flood, Rodriguez said in a letter. Based on the National SJT, uh, SJP's support of terrorism, in consultation with Governor DeSantis, the student chapters must be deactivated. These two, uh, these two student chapters may form another organization that complies with Florida state statutes and university policies. The two institutions should grant these two chapters a waiver for the fall deadline should reapplication take place. So, so 
So basically they're saying that they're alleging that this group has printed material in support of a identified terrorist organization, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. foreign terrorist organization. And so what they want to do is deactivate these chapters, but then also give them a, a waiver so they can create a new organization that doesn't support a terrorist organization. Now, how are they supporting them? They say material support. What does that mean? Are well, they- it's said that they wrote something Okay. in here. Uh, they have authored pro-Hamas letters. Okay. Now, I don't know what those letters say. So that's material support. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you say material support, it kind of sounds like they're raising money and sending it to Hamas or something. Like, that's what I would assume at first. In fact, the first time I saw it, that's what I assumed. And I, I don't know where everyone's going to come down on this, but in my book, not my, I don't have a book, but in my internal book, uh, you, you can speak out and even print out in support of whatever you want. If you want to speak in favor of Vladimir Putin and Russia, you could do that. If you want to speak out in favor of Ukraine, you could do that. If you want to speak out in favor of the U.S. government, you could do that if you want to. I would strongly disagree. And Costco made a good point that they're actually talking about supporting Hamas, not just Palestine. And so in our normal argument that we have, we say, well, Palestine, well, that doesn't mean Hamas. That means Palestine. Some of them are members of Hamas, but not all of them. If you're supporting Hamas, you're supporting Hamas, you know. Uh, So I would still say that they should be able to do that. I do think, uh, I think legally this is something that they're going to be able to get away with, but I don't agree with it for, for a couple of reasons. One is that it does nothing except for harden the support of the people. And that's like, this is what we would say if they were doing it to a, to a MAGA group or to a libertarian group, something like that. It doesn't work. It's not like banning Alex Jones worked or whatever, getting rid of these student groups or not, a, not officially associating them with the college is not going to do any. The people are still going to meet. And in fact, this will actually drive more people to want to meet with them. It's not going to stop them from believing the things that they believe. And so what are you actually achieving? You're actually going to make it worse. Mm. And you're not attacking the problem where the problem lies. This is a symptom of the problem. The, the question is, why are there people that would want to get together and actually support a terrorist organization who's like doing all the terrible things that we heard were done to people in Israel. You know, what kind of people would do that? Some of them might have family that were killed by Israeli airstrikes or whatever. They might be upset, could be radicalized from that. Maybe they just hate Jews. I don't know why they would be doing that. But you're by just saying that, well, they can't meet or they can't officially be associated with the college or whatever. What are you doing? Did you solve the problem? You know? Mm. I don't know. No? No, like you said, it's going to go underground. I, you know, this is this is a little tough because I'm not, I'm always pro-free speech. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, aside from, I think, making actual threats. So, like, it depends on, 
it depends on what this material actually said. I haven't seen I haven't seen what they authored. Yeah. Like if they if they literally said, you know, we're meeting at this time to discuss, you know, killing Jews on this campus, <laughs> like yeah. then then I would say like, yeah, we should <clears throat> shut that organization down. They're making, you know, actual threats to harm people on campus here. Yeah. Like maybe the campus shouldn't support that. But if they're saying, you know, hey, we sub- we support Hamas, you know, in their war efforts against Israel because we believe that Palestine should own this land and the, and Israel took it from us. Yeah. But why can't you take that side? Why can't you say that? You could say, I want Hamas to win the war against Israel and for Palestine to have the entire land. Now that's picking a side in a war where people would die, but people pick sides in wars all the time. So... I, I still think that's covered by free speech. FIRE, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, uh, they sent a letter out there, and uh, they said, FIRE is deeply concerned by reports that Florida's public universities, including the University of Florida, have been ordered by State University System of Florida, whatever, at the behest of Ron DeSantis to de-recognize campus chapters of Students for Justice in Palestine due to their affiliation with National Students for Justice in Palestine, which distributed a guide to protest to its student chapters. By in, by insupportably alleging that communications about campus protests from the national organization to its campus chapters constitutes material support for Hamas terrorist activity, this order unlawfully threatens students' clear, expressive, and associational rights under the First Amendment. To avoid violating clearly established law, UF must not comply with the order. So they are asking for them to not comply. Uh, let's see. Based on national SJP support for terrorism in conclusion with DeSantis, the student SJP chapters must be deactivated. The student chapters may form another organization that complies. We just talked about that. Uh, they say, as you must, as you must know, the first amendment bars public universities from denying student groups recognition or funding due to the ideology or opinion or perspective of the speaker. Likewise, likewise, the First Amendment provides a corresponding right to associate with others in pursuit of a wide variety of political, social, economic, educational, religious, cultural ends, a fundamental right crucial in preventing the majority from imposing its views on groups that would rather express other, perhaps unpopular, ideas. So that's kind of where I come down on the thing. And then I, just like when we talk about Israel bombing Gaza, like you could even completely agree with everything that they're doing. You would still have to answer the question, are they succeeding at their goals? Are they going to make things worse? Does this actually achieve the goal that they want? And in my opinion, even on a practical basis, this would make things worse. First off, I think it's better to show, yeah, we agree with free speech. We hate everything that you're saying. Here's why you're wrong. You know, now if you actually attack people or you block people from doing whatever that they want to do on campus, if you're blocking people's cars or you're actually intimidating people or physically threatening people, then that's one thing. And that should be dealt with on each situational basis, you know, but as an organization, even though we strongly disagree with your thoughts on this matter, this is America. I mean, good Lord, one point in time, we had the Nazis marching out there, you know, and, uh, up in, uh, what's the place up in Illinois where all those damn Illinois Nazis are? Mm, I don't know. I can't remember the name of the, uh, can't remember the name of the town. The only one I know of you know? is, uh, the one in Virginia. Which, which Nazi? Charlottesville. Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was more recent. I'm talking about, uh, it was it up in Chicago. I don't know. I'm just giving you the Blues Brothers version of it. So, um, I'm not sure.
It does. Fire does say here that governments may prohibit non-expressive conduct intended to provide material support to terrorist organizations. And the Florida statute cited by Chancellor Rodriguez is limited to providing property or services to a terrorist organization. So and, uh, the problem with a lot of these statutes too, is it's so broad, mm. like what define material, like what, what's the material? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're printing letters and maybe you're recruiting or something is like, that's helping them materially, materially supporting them. I don't know. I just think that you got to let this lie and you got to beat it ideologically. Uh, that's what makes our Western value, Western liberal values so much better than even like the values in Palestine or wherever else you would think of. Like, this is why we're better than you because we would even let you say this. You guys torture gay people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we will allow you and gay people still support. You. Like we <laughs> believe in free speech so much that we will allow all of these gay people to protest in support of people who torture gay people. We will allow you to step on every rake you can and smack yourself right in the face. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. But when you come out and do this, I think it goes against the fundamental reason that our system is better. And I actually think it will make it worse. More people are going to be upset about this. And actually, you'll actually help grow the movement by doing this kind of thing. And coming from DeSantis, uh, we know how he is about uh, using politics to, uh, I guess, I don't say free speech, but to punish people that believe things that he doesn't like, like with the Disney thing. We might mm -hmm. have been some of the first libertarians to come out against him doing what he was doing to Disney. I'm not sure. And as time goes on, he looks more and more like a worse candidate. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think he's pretty good, but he's also authoritarian like most people are. Mm -hmm. But he's all, he's very authoritarian and he will use the government to shut down things that he doesn't like. And when that the, he believes that his base doesn't like. When the, uh, when the, when the Disney thing happened, I mean, I was, I was done with him as a, as a candidate. Mm -hmm. as a libertarian, you know. Uh, but this is just more of the same. There's more from him. I don't like him. Mm -mm. I, li I think he should just stay in Florida and maybe be a little bit less authoritarian when it comes to people saying things he doesn't like. Yeah, That would be my advice I would agree. for him. All right, are you ready to go? Ready to go. All right. I've been working with fixing this uh, screen size problem this whole time. Mm -hmm. I think I got it fixed. I All did. Right. Look at that. You can see the whole text on everything now. Oh, not all the way. Let's redo Dang the show. It. Yeah, let's re-record the whole thing. All right. I was kind of sidetracked with that the whole time. <laughs> all right, y'all. If you hated today's show, which I hope that you did, then... Sincerely uh, hope. Mm -hmm, then do nothing with it, actually. <laughs> In fact, this should be your last episode. I'm surprised we have this many listeners still. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have more listeners than we have previously. When we used to thank people for listening to the yeah. show. And now I no longer thank anyone. I'm in, in fact appalled <laughs> that you would still listen to this. Mm -hmm. If and, you listen to the show, you're probably a Nazi. And the fact that you made it this far into the episode, mm. that you, you're listening to the end of it where I'm telling you how much I hate. If you made it this far, you should probably have your guns taken away. <laughs> honestly. I, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> you know, there's something wrong with you. You know, how can you love liberty that much? 
I know. You know? All we do here is talk about it's the scary. truth, and everyone hates the truth. It's scary. You know? So I don't even know why you're here. So I don't know why we're here. We're not just hating on you. Yeah. I'm not even sure why we're still talking right now. I don't now. even think liberty exists. <laughs> okay. You might be on to something there. I know. It's just this idea that we've created that people can be free to live their best life possible. Honestly, it's an idea that we created to help sell better help ads. Like it's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. This, this is, is all a sham. All been created by big better help ads. This is all big. <laughs> this is big mental health coming for you. It is. Right? You guys were scared of big pharma. Should have put the better help ad right where we're talking about Should be scared mental of, health. You guys were scared of big pharma. Wait till you see big mental health. Oh, yeah. Come in for this, you know? You'll be begging for the drugs. Yeah. Nate was throwing you guys off with those S, with that SSRI talk. Well, I was trying to sell more. He wants more of them. Therapy spots. Yeah, exactly. Betterhelp.com slash GML. Right. That way you can actually get to the why. This is not an actual Maybe. BetterHelp ad, by the way. I want to say that they do improve mm -hmm. this message. They approve the one. Well, that, we don't know if they do or not. They probably don't. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we'll assume that they approve the one that I read earlier in the episode mm -hmm. that you guys heard. Yeah. Live. Yeah, I definitely read live. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. exactly like I read it yesterday live. You've gotten so good at that. Like a machine. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, liberty doesn't exist and neither does life. So <laughs> you guys make of that what you will. And uh, don't leave us tomorrow. Hopefully you don't hear us again. So anyway, have a, a terrible day. <laughs>